Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of The Batter, a gaming and variety podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, Katie Cupcake, and I am joined this week on episode 22-2-2 by... Me! Are you sure it's 22? Yes, yes, because I have just fixed the title and information in the the post where in the discord where i keep all of our topics housed so oh so you mean you didn't have it at 22 you just changed it because you realized it was wrong no 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 it was right (laughs) i always do it right when i'm researching topics it's when i'm recording them i'm like hmm what number did i read (laughs) it's also because we're like we've been ahead like this one that's coming out this next wednesday so in a couple of days but we've been like a couple of days ahead uh, more like a week ahead technically um up until this week but i've been sick he's been sick work schedule work has blown like it's just last week was just not it but you want to say you want to say ahead three more times in the sentence again <laughs> ahead of this topic i don't know <laughs> Uh, I'm sick, so we'll see how this goes. Just a cold, I think. I don't think it's COVID. I hope it's not COVID for the fifth time. But the first topic, why? it? Why what? Why is this something that exists? So, what are you talking about? Resident Evil 4 Remake will cost you $60 to play on your iPhone. I I don't understand the purpose of porting everything to or mobile. The article, that's why I said iPhone. Um, Yeah, like Little Nightmares. Like, I get mobile games and having that, like, difference in them like playing mobile games and like playing console or PC games but like I've never been out and about and go you know what I want to play right now Starfield let me pull out my phone and play it like when I'm out and about I want to play a game that's going to take me 5 to 10 minutes because usually all the time I have when I'm out and about right like when I was in the car today, I went because I woke up so late, and, and then I hit the ground running for all the errands that I wanted to run before I went out to dinner with my mother. You know, I played. You know, I did my dailies because I didn't do them this morning before I left the house. But that's about all I have in me for mobile gaming. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, I'm sure it's gonna look a lot better on your iPhone than it's gonna look on a fucking Nintendo Switch, and probably will run a lot better too. However, like, cause the 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 components—that is the word I was looking for. The components of iPhones are pretty pretty good. Like, you know, they're they're a decent you know thing to run things on. However, I don't like to experience games, especially like horror games, because we were just touching on one the last couple of weeks about Little Nightmares right. being ported to mobile. And it's like, 
I don't know, like, I feel like smaller screens, I'm not going to get spooked as easily as if I'm going to be sitting in front of, like, a bigger screen, immersed with my headphones, you know what I mean? Like, and then to pay $60 for a mobile game is... Obscene. Like, you can connect a controller to your phone, but then just... Then just... Like, you can also broadcast it to a screen then at that point. Right. Because you can screencast your your iPhone to a, a monitor, and then at that point, like, if you're going to spend $60 on a game after spending way too much money on the fucking phone, you might as well just get a PC a con- or a console of some sort to play it on. Mm-hmm. And... So there is a free version to get a, f- a feel for it, which is is a nice touch. Like you, it's like a demo, and you can you know play it and see if it's like worth you buying. But like the, my whole issue is that basically this is an analog game, right? Like you need some sort of analog type of thing. So you have the WASD keys on PC, or you have an analog stick on your controller. Why'd you put so much emphasis on the WASD? Because I was having a hard time. <laughs> I was trying to be goofy. And then I had a hard time actually spitting it out. <clears throat> and. <sighs> shut up. Anyways. You know, I mostly play. I like to play these games on with a controller just because. I don't know. It just makes more sense to me. And. You know, for the games that need, like, the analog stick, it's basically on your screen and you have to, like, move your thumb to use it. So then, I don't know, like, you're kind of dumbing the game down a little bit because you have to use one hand to basically control your movements and then the other hand is just going to be, like, shooting. And then that's taking away from the difficulty of needing to aim and shoot and, like, have your shots, like, mean something. Because, like, I struggled in all of the Resident Evil games to get, <laughs> to shoot well. <laughs> I finally grasped it in the fourth one, but, like, I really struggled in the other ones. Especially, like, the older versions where fucking controls were all stupid. Are you talking about four or, like, the tank controls? Hmm? I said you're talking about, like, the original fours aiming, or are you talking about tank controls where the aim was like automatic um the original four wasn't terrible it was but i'm i mostly struggled with um oh the original four was so janky it was but i the first resident evil game was awful (laughs) i had so much trouble with that one it had auto aim with the different um like camera takes that's what kind of jarred me oh the yeah like you go down a hallway one way then you go turn the corner and you that yeah fucked my brain up (laughs) okay so here here's what it says right on the iphone or the ipad you can play it you can adjust the size intensity and display time of the buttons on your on-screen touch controller so i was right it is an on-screen touch controller and you can play one that's compatible with an iPhone or iPad. So you're buying a $1,000 iPhone 15 Pro, which is the newest one that just came out. It has a USB-C port. 
So then you're selling $70 cables in order to play the game controller. And then if you don't have a game controller, that's like $60. And then you got to buy the $60 game. Right. Just just get a cheap My good PC was PC. like double what all of that. You can get a decent PC for that price. I think I I paid I have a decent PC that it would cost me twelve hundred. Right, so uh, uh, roughly around the same price. Right. You can buy a PlayStation Five or an Xbox for half the price, and you know th they both come with a controller. And then you can right. buy the game. Yep. Problem solved. I just, I don't, it's just weird to me. Like, the yeah. cost doesn't make sense. Mobile games should be mobile games. If you're out and about, it's like, if I'm home, I'm not playing a mobile game. I mean, I can understand some people probably want to, like, play a game on their phone that's, like, a decent game, whatever. I get it. Like, I get laying in bed and not really want to do anything, but, like, you know you want to play something but you don't want to have to get up and you know whatever i get that aspect of things but i'm just saying that like we're not especially when it comes to iphones when they're overpriced to begin with speaking from an iphone user um it <clears throat> logically just doesn't make a, a any sense to me to to go and buy so many extra things to play a game that you are you gonna finish it are you honestly gonna spend the time to finish it because i probably wouldn't no because i'm end up playing it for a little bit and then move on to something else because i feel like playing a game or i feel like playing on my tv right so that i mean so if you are interested in that like no shame to you it just does for me it just doesn't make sense. I shame you're weird. Okay, well, there's two different people in this podcast. I, I speak my mind. I, I'm speaking my mind. I don't judge them. Like, you know, spend your money how you want because it's your money. But, like, if long, like, if I'm going to look at me and how I play games down the line, then not nah, homie. Like, that that doesn't work for me. Oh, I'm the same way. Spend your money how you want. I'm still going to judge you. <laughs> the same way I judge people who buy, you know, 990-something dollar iPhones. Or people who buy 370-something dollar pair of sneakers. I'm going to judge you. I'm going to stick to my Walmart pair of boots that I spent $35 on that have lasted me two and a half years. As opposed to your $370 Jordans that you wore for two weeks and then got dirty and threw away. Or didn't even wear them, and they're just or in a vault. Right. So yes, so buy your $60 mobile game on top of your $1,000 phone and $70, $80 plus accessories. You're weird. But do you. I will not agree with him on that. Like, I don't get it. And, like, if you want to give us feedback as to... If you are somebody that's interested in 
this, then like let us know why. Like what piques your interest in it? Like beyond the I want to see how it runs on mobile because there's a free version for that. Like what is going to make you, the consumer, actually purchase the $60 mobile game? Um, so the next one, Minecraft Live, I think it just happened this weekend. Sure. Um, let me see here. Because they were talking about um, voting for the new mob vote, which is what our next topic is about. So originally this was going to be talked about like before, yeah, Minecraft Live, we have our winner. And so we had the one that was for this topic was somehow one of the mobs that we were going to vote for for this year got leaked and it was the crab. So then other people were like, oh, and then there was rumors that, that we were going to have seagulls and jellyfish. But those actually were not true. The ones that we ended up voting for were the the crab was one, armadillo and penguin. So the crab was going to make it makes its home in the mangrove swamp and has one enormous claw. Doesn't just use it for waving at players. Hello, this giant claw is actually very special. If a player manages to find one, they can use it to place blocks further away when building. So your reach is longer with because you have the claw. So that was pretty pretty good and that was a high voted one due to there's a lot of builders like most of the people that I watch Minecraft contents wise make ridiculously large builds and having that extra reach which would just make it things go a little bit faster especially when you're using edit world edit or like uh, block placer that automatically places blocks you just have to click like you just right click and then it just shifts your inventory around for the thing that you need. Looking at your schematic. Um, and the next one was the armadillo. The armadillo lives in the savanna biome. So I like this because the savannas basically just had like random mobs. You know, it was good for like food if you needed uh, llamas, sheep cows, chickens, they were abundant, but now we have the armadillo. If you startle the armadillo, it will curl up into a blocky ball. The armadillo also drops a scoot that you can use to craft a new type of armor, which is wolf armor, which will give your pet wolf some extra protection. Apparently this was a highly sought after thing, like the Minecraft community had been begging for armor for your pet for ages. I don't really see the point of it because I always feel like when you're traveling with cats or dogs and they're teleporting with you, they get in the way, especially if you end up having to combat. They always like get in your way and then you end up hitting them and having to feed them to heal them. It's just like a nuisance. And then... That's what the armor's for. You have to heal them less now. Right. Like, let me just beat up my wolf and, oh, thank gosh, I have the freaking protection on it with... Anyways, the armadillo is the one that won. Oh, it <laughs> Minecraft Live was today, actually, as we're recording this, hmm. uh, October 15th, and our armadillo was the one that got voted for. 
So I'll have to watch the actual Minecraft event and I will tune back for next week and give you guys a synopsis on that. Just a quick one. Since we touch upon Minecraft quite a bit, I'd say fairly often. DVD and Minecraft are kind of like top topics because a lot of the people that co-host or that I like yeah the, a lot of the people that I co-host like have the same interests like that or the curious like Bales doesn't play Minecraft so that's not something for her but <laughs> I think she would enjoy it if she gave it a chance <laughs> but uh, the last one was a penguin and the penguin is a social mob if you find it waddling around the and you'll find it waddling around the stony shores biome okay so that's like where you find a lot of the ores, the gravel, and stone. So those little, like, random patches. Uh, a little clumsy on land, the penguin is a strong swimmer. When it's in the water, it's helpful too because this amphibious, amphibious mob can help your boat travel faster. So this was like dolphin's grace, but affected you when you're in your boat. Because when you have dolphin's grace, it doesn't, it doesn't work when you're boating. It only works when you're swimming. So basically the penguin was to combat that for boats. But the armadillo is the winner. And they're cute. Um let's let's see here. Oh, Minecraft Live is only an hour and a half long. So I will watch that and I'll let you guys know. I'm gonna put this on my watched uh, save watch later and I will watch that later what is our next topic mister uh, Xbox Game Pass October games including <laughs> <clears throat> a game that should have been free on launch and Warhammer 40k <laughs> Gotham Knights <laughs> and Warhammer 40k Darktide I played... Which one did we end up figuring out the Warhammer game I played? Vermintide? Vermintide? I think it was Vermintide. Yeah. yeah. I knew... Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Gotham Knights is on Game Pass, so it... It actually got added early October, October 3rd. But if you're someone like me who only, like, checks a couple times a month and you're not, like, checking every day to see if something was added... Uh, Gotham Knights was added, and then we have Warhammer 40k Dark Tide debuting on the console. And you mean debuting? What did I say? Debut. <laughs> I said debuting. I thought I sound like you added a T. It no, it's me. probably just because I'm sick. <clears throat> probably just something like that. Good excuse. The fans will believe that. Whatever. <laughs> it, so, Dark Tide launched on PC last year and it's finally making its way to Xbox. Um, so, they were basically trying to fix a bunch of the issues that PC version was having before they pushed it onto consoles, which I appreciate because once it's pushed to console, it's. It got. It's so hard. Like, console bugs are just really annoying um and the updates are less frequent than they are for pc <laughs> and then what else do we have here 
from space and like a dragon Ishin. Ishin? Well, Ishin. Ishin. Uh, so, like a dragon Ishin arrives on Tuesday, the 17th. And from space is just at, got added the 12th. So, there's a couple of games. Nothing like crazy, but. Oh, Forza Motorsport was also added the 10th. Forza! And. For those racing fans out there. So, as of today, we lost some titles too. We lost Evel, Overwhelm, Shenzhen, The Legend of Tiding, Chuck to Yami, Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. No, I never got to play that game. Damn it. <laughs> Wait, don't you have it on Steam? No. Damn it. I double missed out. <laughs> Um, but after they leave Game Pass, you get like a 20% discount if you're a Game Pass subscriber. So if I, that's new. The 20% off for games that left, that's new. Because I would have had that for Final Fantasy X and X2 because it, hmm. um, it left Game Pass. And then I was just shit out of luck because <laughs> I, I didn't want to pay... I think it was it's fifty dollars to own on the Xbox versus the thirty it is on Steam too. So it's like a blessing and a curse to have all of these consoles and things to play on, because you have options. But then you're like, I don't want to play on this. I want to play on this. Like since I've had my PC, I literally Mister turned my my Xbox on when he was here, and I hadn't had it on in forever. And yesterday, I was spending the day in bed while he was working, and I had my Xbox on to catch up on uh, one of my shows. But, like, normally I'm at my PC, so... Or in my bed, on my phone. Um, so that brings us into the top cutest horror games. And I saw, like, the thumbnail for this... Cutesy. They're like the aesthetic and cutesiness comes through like the images, but if you play the games, it's not always the same feeling. Um, what is number ten, Mister? Number ten. Number ten. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. <clears throat> is Alice Madness Returns? No, Very this good. is a sequel, right? Yes, this is the second. Yeah, I didn't play either of these games. I think. Yeah, the Alice series. I think it's the second one, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, that's number ten. I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I watched Bales play a little bit of it. <clears throat> but wasn't something that I've I've had to play. Number nine is Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion. This looks super cute. I've watched a few people play this. This is a really good game. Is it scary or is it just cute? It has its moments. Okay. Would I enjoy playing it? Yes. Hmm. 100%. Let's see. It doesn't... See, it told us what platforms Alice Madness returns. I'm looking right now. On Steam, because that's uh, where I figured. Yeah, Spookies is on Steam. Let's 
Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion HD. It's only ten dollars. Yeah, it was a, it was a simple. Hold on, game. Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion is free. Is this a Get demo? The HD Get the better version. It has DLCs and stuff, added stuff. If you're gonna get it, spend the ten dollars on it. Yeah, because if you get the OST version, you get the Karamari Hospital edition to it, yeah, which is eleven ninety eight. So <clears throat> that's, I mean, but still, if you don't, if you don't want to buy the DLC or buy it at all, it's free on Steam. That's huge. Yeah, I'd say the DLC is worth it though. The DLC was interesting. It was a whole, it was a whole different take on what the game was. Okay. But it's still, it was still a good game. I'm gonna add this to my wish list. It looks very cute. So you play as a sweet little girl, relatively harmless, and the mansion has a far more cute feel than a horror mansion has a right to be, but there's like, I assume, jump scare mu moments or something like that? Or like, the dialogue might be spooky? You don't play as the ghost. Did I say you play as a ghost? Yeah, you said you play as a little girl. Uh, I, whatever, moving on. <laughs> the player character is ambiguous, you don't know. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> it's just a first-person game. Interesting. Oh, it's an SCP type of thing? Yeah, it does have uh, SCP. Okay. Gotcha. Oh my god, this game is that old. The next one? Yeah. It honestly, you can introduce it to oh. the listeners, but it doesn't look like it would be that old. That's why I didn't think it was. That's crazy. Like, I've oh, never played it, so oh. I don't know. Uh, number eight on this list is Corpse Party. It's a... Uh, I'm pretty sure... Survival horror. Yeah, but it, it's... It's got a very chibi art style, which yes. is interesting about it, but it's really dark and gory, so it's like, it's a chibi art style, but it's 100% rated M. Yeah, very mature content, severe gore, and overall quite traumatic, yeah. the, the article writer on Gamer Rant wrote. And they don't usually Ooh. write stuff like that. They're making a sequel for next year. Yep, Darkness Distortion. Wow. Considering this game came out in 96, a sequel being released next year is very interesting. Yeah. Next one is Bendy and the Ink Machine, and this one... Who did we watch play this? We are watching Markiplier play it. Yeah. And the best thing is, is it scared you so many times. Yeah. I... I screamed quite a bit watching this. You screamed more than he did. He was... Yeah, there was, there was just, like, things that made me go, ugh, too. Um, but, like, overall, you look at it, it gives you, like, Steamboat Willie, which is what Mickey Mouse was before he became Mickey Mouse. It's those types of vibes for the black and white cartoon style. But then you play the game, and it's just, I don't even remember the actual story of what we were playing because of how often I was getting spooked. Like, I could probably play this game, not remember where or when I got spooked, and have 
it, it would be a whole new experience. And we watched Mark play the entire game. What? What? I'm sorry, I just have my mind blown. What were you... I never realized the publishers of this game. Rooster Teeth Games. Yeah. Rooster Teeth, Achievement Hunter, that group that me and you have watched a couple yeah. of mm -hmm. That's that company. <laughs> I never realized they published this game. Well, there you go. That's that's crazy. That just completely blew my mind. And the developers was a GOE Drew Studios. Yeah, a good game though. Like completely, it's it's very. Um... Is that also on Steam? Does it say Switch for yes. PC? Yes. Yeah. Let's see how much a bendy is. Did this have DS DLC? It had a sequel, I think. Oh yeah, what one was this one? This was the original. Oh yeah, because it's Bendy and the Dark Revival. That's what the yes. second one is. Yeah. So Ink Machine is twenty dollars and Dark Revival is thirty dollars. They're a bundle. I'm looking. Bundle for Ink Machine, Dark Revival, and Dark Survival. Boris in the Dark Survival. That's like a Goofy. Oh, right. They made they made a Boris spin up. Boris is one of the characters. Yeah, but he looks like Goofy. Yeah. So for those three games, it's forty five, oh two. That's not bad. It's for three games. Fifteen percent off. Yeah. Can you add a bundle to your wish list? Possibly. Look like it. I don't know. I'm not. I don't usually like wish list on Steam. I usually just get the games. Sorry, I don't have money like that. I think I just ha well, I don't like. If I want a game, I just get the game. I don't wait. That's how I've always been. The only game I'm waiting for is Power World because it still hasn't released. <laughs> it's the only game I think I have wish listed, so I get notified when it comes out, if it comes out. No, that's a bummer. I guess I'll just wish list the one so that I remember to get it because that would be another good stream game. What's the next one? Next one is Among the Sleep. And I don't know knowing... why you started to say Among Us. I was just like... No, I said Among the Sleep. It's just the way you said it very slow. <laughs> I haven't even um, heard of this game. I watched Mark play this game ah. way back then. This game was very interesting because... It's got, it, it has a dark story, but you're playing through the eyes of a toddler. So it's trying to perceive what's real and what's just. So it's like the, the play on like the monsters in the closet type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think one of the, like the jump scares is like there's a big loud noise and something's chasing you and it turns out it's a vacuum. <laughs> so it's like, it's like things like that, but then it gets like dark. At certain points mm. but at the same point it's like what's considered dark in the eyes of a child or can the child perceive what is dark right it's true it's a, a definitely a different take on horror oh it's not something you see very often yeah i don't think i've seen anything along the lines the next one is 
Doki Doki Literature Club. Speaking is, of dark. <laughs> this is the murder game, right? No, no, you're thinking of um, Danganronpa. Okay, that's the one Toki was playing. Yeah. So... Oh, the guy, the guy who made this, Team Salvato, mm -hmm. is a genius. The way he programmed this game. So it's a game that people. Doki Doki is a game that people often use to trick others into playing a horror game. Mm -hmm. And it gives it an impression that it's something different at the beginning, like a cute visual novel, novel yep. dating simulator. It, it literally looks like an anime dating sim, and then it just all of a sudden. And then the, the narrative becomes increasingly disturbing, touching on some highly distressing and mature themes. Yeah, hmm. this game this game looks like it's a cute, fun little thing, and it immediately an M-rated game. I haven't played any of the Doki Doki games. There's only one. <laughs> I thought there was another one. It's not the same game. Okay. Like, but, there is another Doki Doki, but it's not this. When did this one come out? 2017? It's not that old. Yeah, it's only five years old. Six years old. And but. I'm live-checking costs for you guys, too. Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is $14.99 on Steam. That's not bad. The original Doki Doki Literature Club is free. I'm not sure what Plus includes. I'm looking. But my recommendation would just be go with the bus. The soundtrack? Never mind. <laughs> add all DLC to the cart. Oh no, yeah, the soundtrack is $10. It doesn't tell okay. me what plus includes, actually. It, it's, probably, it's probably just the soundtrack. So then... The music's good, though. The music is decent, but I would... But I don't need to own the music. Right. But... Yeah, 100%. Not what you expect the game to... Not what you expect it to turn into. Well, Doki Doki has been added to my library. Good game nonetheless. Would recommend. Especially for people who like... Um, Dark and twisty. Yeah, twists and turns, but at the same time without... I don't want to say without gameplay, but without having to do a lot. Because it is still a visual novel in a way. It's a visual novel, you, there's some choices. The choices don't really change the end game, it just changes the sequence of events. Okay. Like, so like, the first playthrough, if you make this choice, this can happen, but you'll miss out on that happening. Okay. So it's it's interesting. What is the next one? Number four was Franbo. This game was very interesting considering when it, it came out. It looks weird as hell. The art style was good. The story was pretty good. The it was very po it was a point and click game. That much I do remember. This game when did this game come out? I know it's on Steam. This was a Steam game, if you want to look up when I'll this came it out. Up, it's yeah. not listed on the site. I'm looking now. Tell us a little bit about it while I look. Uh, or do you not really remember anything? Basic, basically, what 
I fully recall from the game is you start off they playing were friends as... brow instead of bow. <laughs> you start off playing as Frambo <laughs> in a in a mental asylum. Oh dear. Due to trauma she's witnessed from the parents. Yep, a young girl struggling um, with a mental disorder and an unfair destiny. It came out 2015. I thought that game was older. <laughs> $15. Again, oh dear, it's... It's dark. Yeah, yeah, it just jumped in the trailer, just jumped uh -huh. into a bunch of blood and body parts all over the nope. place. So. Yeah, it go, it, it's very 0 to 100. Um... Because instead of... You get, like, the shining twins in this image, too, though, so... Yeah. But instead of, connected. like... Instead of her medication helping her, it opens up, like, a demonic multiverse type thing. So, like, you have to take the medication to unlock the demon world to solve a puzzle in the real world. It's a lot of back and forth and figuring out puzzles and things like that. So if you like point-and-click adventures with a dark turn, this is a game for you. Okay. And especially if you haven't heard of this, if um, if you've played or similar to that. Uh, Discord cut you off. Can you repeat that? Played what? Little Misfortune. Haven't heard of that. It's another. It's it's similar. In the same way of which is like, uh, shock factor. Things you don't expect to happen, and suddenly okay. something's dead or something happens. If you if you played or watched somebody play that and you enjoyed that, you'll love this. Okay. Next one is Inside, and I've heard Jack. He talks about it a lot. It's a side-scrolling mm -hmm. puzzle platformer. Basically, a young boy is trying to survive a dystopian and cruel world. Um, it's simple, but there's no actual words spoken it's just this like storyline of what you experience and dying in <laughs> different ways you're gonna die um discord cut you off but i started to play limbo so i didn't realize yeah, these were t these were connected uh not sort of it, but not really it's, it's the spiritual the same, successor right Right. So like, it's 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 basically the same time thing, and then you're just moving along, and then suddenly dead. <laughs> yeah, Discord did, is going robot. It's not cooperating. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But um, Limbo was a game I played on a fresh Friday. So and it was a game that I like it wasn't voted on for me to continue playing and I was just like whatever about it um Limbo was good I like Limbo so this one came out in 2016 and I'll tell you the steam price but it's also on consoles it's, yeah, it's $20 on, on steam so and I played Limbo on Game Pass. And for those of you mobile users, it's also on iOS. <laughs> you just had to say it. 
You knew I was going to. Uh, yeah. You assumed I was going to. What is the next one? <clears throat> the next one is Bramble the Mountain King. This game came out not too long ago, actually. It's beginning of this year. No, not the beginning, April. And we watched Jack play it? Yes. It, it's really good. Yeah, it was not what I was expecting, and it was better than I was expecting. It was really good. Like, we we went in, we weren't quite sure we were going to enjoy watching it, but it's an indie game by Dim Frost. It, it's amazing. Um, let me see how much it costs. It's basically based on, like, Swedish folklore. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like... $30. Um, it's well right. worth it, it. it. It's... It could have... You would have paid... You could have paid $60 for this, and you would have been... It would have been worth your money. Yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah, but Swedish culture, Grimm's fairy tales, it's... It's an yeah, old it's... Swedish folk tale of the bramble king but it's come to life it's got like a little bit of a hansel and gretel feel to it um but you play as how did they pronounce his name ole ole yeah and he tries to rescue his older sister from the bramble the mountain king and lillemore <laughs> lillemore <laughs> i really liked that name and it's so good. It's a decently length game, too. Yeah, you're looking at a good, depending on puzzles, the way you play the game, probably four or five hours. I was going to say four to six hours. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. The last one is Little Nightmares. And looking at the cute art style and everything, it is cute. But playing the game, it is far. I, I was, I was going to say immediately the game has a cute vibe and then immediately that vibe is gone and never returns yeah a hundred percent so this game it, got published by bandai namco mm-hmm, yep i didn't know that so um, this kind of goes through like the sins i would say like it kind of has like a biblical context to it with like the different enemies you run into with like the gluttony yeah in and, a way and things like that but it's good. Like, don't let the that component of it deter you <laughs> if you haven't played it. I just recently played it, so, like, I get it if you haven't. Um, and so, the third game in the series is scheduled to come out next year, so I definitely need to play the second one. Don't forget the mobile version. <sighs> no. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> it is not happening. But speaking of horror games, um, we'll just piggyback on this. I'm going a little bit out of order for him, but I just feel like I should have reordered these things anyways. So if you guys have played the Dredge, it is getting its expansion, its first oh, expansion in November. So it's DLC. Are you planning more than one expansion? Yes, that's, that's what I... It, it's giving you that inkling so it's called the pale reach and you're going to be exploring the icy expanse in this area so it's a new arctic biome that's being added and there is 11 new species of aquatic life as well as their twisted aberrant alternatives which is the dark and weird versions of them 
we didn't play this game, but I would totally play this game. But this is a mm. game that you can just spend like hours playing without actually Eight. like yeah, without actually moving the storyline along. Yeah. Cuz you could just like find all the different fishes and do that. It's $25 on Steam. Mhm. And um, it's very HP Lovecrafty. I'm trying to see if it tells us how much. It doesn't tell us how much the DLC is. Uh, it might not until right before it comes out. If yeah. It is, if it isn't free. Who knows? I wouldn't say it's an... Okay, so the DLC is actually it actually says right here, uh, $5.99. Oh, that's not bad for a DLC. Nope. Nope. Especially for a smaller indie game like that. Well, I shouldn't say smaller, because it's definitely a... It's not a Black short Salt game. Games and Team 17. Oh, it's a Team 17 game? Mm-hmm. Well, they make them... They publish amazing games. Makes sense, because this game was... Like, I would watch somebody play this, like, more than what we did. We... We just played something from Team 17. What did we just play? It's gonna bother me while we figure that out. <laughs> you introduce the next topic and I'll try to figure that out for you. What's, what's the next topic? Because we're all over the place now. Next one would be the Dark Ivory Fantasy. Overcooked. Okay. Overcooked, yeah. Overcooked is Team 17. <laughs> like they knew they they uh they have an amazing sense of humor are you still there yes okay because discord <clears throat> says you said you weren't oh yeah i'm still here what oh is this I... next topic is a game that piqued my interest <laughs> you go ahead then because i have no idea what this game is so it's a dark fantasy RPG. It's inspired by classic roguelikes. It's free on Steam. It's called Moonring. And it's like spooky celestial vibes. There's a lot of purple and yellow coloring. And it's just chef's kiss for aesthetics reasons. And oh, I know the creator, I'm going to say Dean Carter, but I'm not 100% on the pronunciation of his name is the co-creator of the Fable series mm -hmm. and he created his own fantasy RPG which is Moonring and it's the world of Caldera five moons represent five gods each with their unique powers that guide the humans except for the dreamless who choose their own destiny the role the player takes on Players would discover a massive hand-designed open world, an infinite supply of dungeons to get lost in that reconfigure every time you leave or die, over a hundred enemy types including varied boss fights, a hidden magic system, and more. So it's like a retro-inspired RPG with roguelike adventures, and it's a dungeon-y game too because you have like endless things that you can do. It looks cute like it's it's not a cute game but it looks cute like 
I was so excited when I saw it because like it's just my vibe like purple and yellow and celestial and magic it's just it's just for me I am downloading it right as we speak because it's definitely something that we'll be trying or I'll be trying out well I meant we as in string (laughs) and what is our last topic uh leaks about the newest next gen or the next next gen whatever what console i'll say next gen I... we're in current gen right now i guess ps5 mm-hmm. and the series yeah, everybody, still, everybody still refers to these as the next gen con well because not everybody has them <laughs> <laughs> and based on the way the sales are going what the dates are because nobody's gonna have the next two either <laughs> Yeah, so we were actually talking about this, me and Toki, a couple of episodes ago about the uh, Xbox leak. I can't remember. Xbox 980 or whatever it's going to be this time. Yes. And then I was like, oh, PlayStation better get on their announcement because they always announce things at the same time. And now PlayStation 6 has been rumored about... And I feel mm-hmm. like for both of these, I feel like it's too soon for both of these consoles. So I don't, I don't know if you listened to that episode or not or yeah, yeah. missed it. Yeah. So basically, the Xbox is basically going to be cloud-based. So they're trying to put all of their money into optimizing all of the issues that cloud gaming currently has, and making the PlayStation strictly, or sorry, not the PlayStation. I'm at the console. My brain. The console is only going to be online. Like, you will not have a disk drive. And, you know, I was like, that's... So the Xbox is going to fail, is what you're going to say, because the Xbox is basically making a data that you plug in. Yeah. Which is probably going to cost, like, $800 with how much the series costs. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous, because... The Stadia failed because of what it was. Stadia was a good idea, in theory. They just didn't do it right. Uh, for those who don't know what the Stadia was, the Stadia was basically a controller that you could sync to a cloud and play whatever games you want to play wherever you want to play them on any like TV or computer screen. Yeah. Like through the cloud and things like that. So that's what I picture what the Xbox is going to try and do. My issue with everything, though, is minusing Xbox trying to, sorry, Xbox trying to do the cloud and things like that. What kind of upgrades are they already planning right now that can be considered next-gen? So here's something in this article that I don't believe for a fucking second. So, Microsoft also reportedly wants to launch first with the console that is a marked upgrade over the Xbox Series X, but doesn't cost an arm and a leg. It is quite well known that Sony and Microsoft sell gaming consoles at cost or even at a loss. Bullshit. (laughs) Right. That's the bullshit. There's no way they're selling something for $499, $399, and that's at cost. 
That's like saying EA's not going to charge for their next DLC. Especially when they include, like, a game on them, generally. Or they right. used to. I don't know if they do for the newer stuff, but... You know, I... And then, there's been leaked, and this just... These consoles just recently came out, and... You know, basically, PS5 Pro will be coming out next year. Right, but so... these will be coming to market in 27 or 28, which is five right, years. So the PS5 Pro hasn't even been released yet. It doesn't. We, we're not even confirmed on whether or not the PS5 will, or the Pro will be an improvement like the 4 Pro was. Yeah, I have the PS4 Pro Slim, making. and it was, it was good. Yeah, I don't... Like, I get it. Like, we're always in a race to... You know, things are constantly coming out that are better, and we're always trying to make things that are better, and graphics-wise, or how they run, or whatever. But... My whole thing is, what's the point of racing if you're racing to failure? Like if Xbox releases their console and it's a and it's a bust and everybody just goes back to the Series X and PlayStation releases the six and everybody's like, well, this five is better. What's the point of having the race? Right. Like so there's the conversation that me and and Toki had because I was like, you know, this this latest generation of consoles that came out, you know, Playstations have always been better in components in regards to like what you're getting for your money's worth for what they're made out of no processor blah 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 all of that stuff but right. this latest one the xbox had better specs than the playstation did but ran the same <laughs> if if playstation is trying to be in competition with xbox PlayStation's remote play and cloud gaming needs a lot of fucking work too, man. Right. And and that's they're the both they're ass. Not, they're both they're not, basically unplayable. And that's the problem. They're not worried about that. They're worried about the specs. So we that's not to... true, because, or at least in regards to what the article, what they read, what they said about the Microsoft, they said <clears throat> we know that cloud gaming is not optimized, so we're going into this next generation of consoles trying to basically improve everything that everyone's complained about it, which <laughs> that's a tall glass of water that is not going to be finished. I take any gaming company at this point, be it major, AAA, anything, oh. any promises that they're going to fix anything with a huge grain of salt. Yeah heavy grain of salt like, like i don't care who the company is salt on my margarita rim thick salt but so like if a group is telling me they're gonna fix x y and z until they have fixed x y and z i don't believe fixing well i mean that was my my preface or premise of is basically right. like xbox wants it all to be digital cloud gaming based which in theory is great sort of but right now respectively both of them suck ass right but here's 
here's my issue I have with a system being like that, being all cloud-based and things like this. If something happens to Microsoft servers, you're not playing anything until they fix them. Right. A problem with cloud-based servers and things like that. I mean, yeah. And Xbox crashes for some reason, like their servers are crashed. You ain't playing Starfield. A full-blown single-player game, but if you need to be connected to online servers, for some reason you can't connect to online servers, you ain't playing any games. It's the same thing with trying to stream and play, play these things, right? Like, I have decent internet, and... Right. That's going to cause another issue. If your internet is good enough to stream, you ain't going to be able to play the new Xbox, because you're going to be streaming the cloud, too. Your internet's going to be a too much of a hassle. Because I just recently tried playing Resident oh. Evil, the right. DLC, on Remote Play for PlayStation, and I literally got a headache with how choppy it was. Exactly. So now imagine that with every game. Like it's... Because you're going to be streaming that through that while you're streaming through the... Oh, it's going to be a mess. Yeah, so in theory, it's a great I... idea, but... Yeah. But you have to have some sort of, like limit to be able to download games and use them when you want yes having everything be cloud-based is a mistake yes i agree like you can download this game like right even if it's just like you have to cycle through the games like you download this game you can play it for your cloud service that you're paying for and then if you want to download another one you either you buy it or you uninstall the other game blah 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 blah. right like my my whole thing that one of my biggest gripes about game companies now Mm -hmm. making a single player game that needs online service to play Mm -hmm. why do i need to be online to play a game that only i am playing that that pissed me off too because i'm just like i don't always want to be online like sometimes i want to play my game in peace and if i appear online offline and turn my notifications off then then i shouldn't like like oh you have to be connected online but why i own it right Right. and i'm the only one playing this game like i can't play this game with my friends or whatever like if i want to play if i want to play call of duty single player campaign I shouldn't have to be connected to the online to do that because I'm the only one playing it. I mean, it there's other games that are you don't like play. You play single player and you have to connect to online. It's just like right. A lot of Ubisoft games are like that, and it's annoying because, say for instance, something's happening in my house and I don't have internet connected. I want to play a video game still. Right, because you still have power. You just don't have internet. Right. So why can't I play single player games? Because the serv because the company wants me to be logged into their service. But I'm not using them. <laughs> right. So it's like so now I can't play their game. And the, and then it's just costing them like in the grand scheme of things they're they're housing these servers that you need us to sign in on to to play right. a game that we're not actively taking from. Right. So, it, like, at, at this point, if I hear single-player games are, like, online only, I don't want it. 
because it's, it's an inconvenience. So that's that's just how I see the cloud running. Because if something happens or if my internet's broken, now I have to plug in my Xbox X because right. I can't do on the new one. Right. Because for some reason, either my internet's down or something's going on with Microsoft servers, so the cloud's not working. I can't play any of my games now, so I have to plug in my old system. Which, like, I, I mean, I, you know, obviously, first world problems. Like, we get it. But at the same time, like, there shouldn't be a problem. For multiplayer That's games, it. obviously, you need to be online. For but, games that have no purpose with other people it's not a fucking necessity and it's just right. stupid if I'm playing a single player game and you're showing me like leaderboards and things like that like oh my friend did this same thing in X amount of time that's fine okay good for good for that matter that's interesting to see cool but if my internet dies and I can't play the game anymore who cares that he did it faster than me right right that's always been like a major issue to me. It's like so. I mean, like we said, in theory, it can be a great thing. It can be a great tool. It can be great, but at the same time, like I don't want to buy a whole ass console to just play games on, like, like the like, cloud games. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, the way I look at it, my PS5 is going to last longer than 28 or 27, 28. Yeah. Unless the PS6 tells me something that I need or I feel like I need, I'm sticking with the PS5 until I need to replace it. And I'm the type of person, and I don't know if he was, but I was always the person who wanted the new consoles. I wanted every new console. I wanted blah 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 and I don't I haven't even went out of my way to try and buy a Playstation 5 or an Xbox Series X I bought my PC I only wanted the new console when I wanted the games that were exclusive to that console like I didn't care about having a PS4 there were the games that came out for PS4 that I was like that game but with the way everything is nowadays, I got a PS4 on launch. Mm -hmm. Like literally, I got it the day after it launched. Yeah, I got the original PlayStation 4 and I traded it in for the PS4 Pro Slim. Right, because the way scalpers and everything is are like it is now, I got my PS5, I don't know what, seven, eight months after launch? Because I got lucky. Yeah. yeah. Like, and the person who sold it to you made a goof, too. True. But... It was just... I just happened to get lucky that he scammed the scalper. So I'm not complaining about that. So I won twice. Right. So when both these consoles come out, it's going to be the same thing expect it because it's gonna happen so i am in no rush for the ps6 yeah and the fact that like obviously they have to be working on developing things and generating ideas storyboarding like you know having all these plans and then they get into the actual like 
process of doing it and seeing what may or may not be capable. But, like, how is it already fucking leaked, bro? Like... Because that's the plan. The fact that there's a name and the fact that the leaker is a serial leaker yeah. means it's planned. Yeah. I mean, if, you if have to get the copyright and patent before, like, they always do that. Any any brand, well-established brand, once they know what they're going to be naming something new, they, they either patent it or copyright dependent on, like, what it is. You know, if it's if it's a specific, like, makeup brand, then they have to patent the, uh, like, the thing that, what do they call it, components, for what the make makeup is held in, and then, obviously, you copyright the names of the things that you're selling. So, obviously, the PlayStation 6, and whatever the fuck the new Xbox is going to be called. What's the thing? Sony's going to have the PlayStation patent for or trademark, copyright, whatever it is, forever. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to let that go. Same thing with Xbox and Microsoft. They're never going to let go of Xbox. But, but like, the reason, like, going back to what I said about this quote-unquote serial leaker. Yeah. If there's a name, it's clearly an alias because they would know who it is at that point. Oh, yeah, 100%. And they wouldn't be Look back... leaking. Look back at to when the 14-year-old leaked GTA 6 screenshots. Rockstar went after him, sued him, he did jail time for it. You're telling me two companies got information leaked and they didn't care? They made a two-year-old? Two what the hell? What? <laughs> I don't know why that just came into my mind. Holy moly. Um, They made a 14-year-old do, do jail time? Yeah, and they sued him for a lot of money. Wow, it's just like that. Um, because of leaking screenshots. So you're telling me Paul was able to leak information on two multi-billion-dollar companies and no repercussions happened? Yeah, it's just like the Starbucks employee that got fired and leaked every single drink recipe. Right. I was telling my mother about it today on the way to lunch and dinner, whatever you want to call it. It was supposed to be lunch, but it ended up really being closer to dinner time. And, you know, she's like, they're going to get a lot of trouble for that. They're going to get sued for a lot of money. I'm just like, well, I, you know, I was like, if I was going to do something like that, my name wouldn't be attached to it. Right. But <laughs> un unless in the contract that there's an NDA, they're not allowed to do that technically. Anything wrong? I don't know. I'm sure Starbucks is a very, very I mean, lucrative company, so I'm sure they'll find some way of getting back at this employee, but... I mean, they only gotta message one person. <laughs> it's... It It was funny. <laughs> oh, 100%. Like, they fired me, so fuck them. Here's every single... <laughs> like, they literally took pictures of every single page, and there is a lot of drinks. Seasonal drinks were included, all of your favorite refreshers, all of your favorite coffees, and I'm sure they're still floating around. Yeah. A lot of drinks. Because my mom's oh, like, did you save any of the recipes? Because you know that post is probably going to disappear soon. And I was just like, Lord. I'm not going to say whether or not I saved recipes because uh, you can get in trouble for that too. But I saw them. 
I saw some of my favorite drinks out there, and I'm not going to lie. If you see them too, you're going to save yourself a lot of money. And I don't want to talk, I don't want to hear anything about the convenience of going to a Starbucks because that shit is expensive. I love Starbucks. It's expensive. Make it your damn fucking self. Figure it out. Experiment. Make a better cup. Yeah, like, and if from home you can add things and, and tweak to your specific taste instead of just like a generalized coffee order. And you don't have to pay. And you're not going to be that asshole that's holding up the line with your 20 fucking ingredient drink. <laughs> with six shots of that and eight shots of that. Anyways. Anything else to add on to this lovely week's episode? I don't... My brain is just gone. Uh, not so much an add-on. Just like... A recommendation. Okay. Don't care that they're upgrade, quote unquote upgrading. Just because they say it's an upgrade doesn't mean it's an upgrade. It's too soon to upgrade. We don't have. I assume we're talking about the consoles. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> it's technically it's still the same topic. But I, we we digressed or tangented right. a little bit, so I just wanted to bring it back home. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I was trying to do. But nothing we have right now has improved enough to warrant a new console. Like, the PS4 and the, the 360 and the One were good. Now we have 4K TVs and we have ray tracing and things like that. So we, need, we don't have ray tracing 2 and 12K TVs yet. We don't need upgrades. Yeah, the idea alone isn't enough for me to want to spend that much money on... Why do we need a new console to have clouding, to have cloud gaming? Just make just... what we currently have fucking better. You should right. already be trying to do that. You shouldn't need to make a whole ass console on both sides in order for it to work. Like, I shouldn't... Like, and, and this is... Like, playing games on my Xbox without streaming, they fucking crash all the time. Right. The new Xbox and Playstations are just going to be iPhones. Yeah. It's going to be the exact same thing. Slightly better with one... And that one brings movie. us back to the original topic that we started this episode off with. Why? Like, I like to have a decent sized screen to play things with. Like, I don't like... And especially coming from someone who has various multitudes, at least two to three issues with my hands and wrists which you need to play <laughs> laying in bed playing on my phone it's going to make those worse because at least for my mouse I can have my wrist pad that takes a lot of the pressure off of all of the issues I have if I have a controller I can sit my arms in my lap and rest it in a, a way that makes my hands cooperate more but a phone you're going to have to go through extra steps of plugging extra things in to use it the way that you want to use it. Or you're going to be playing a very frustrating... Like, I have the Pro, iPhone iPhone 14 Pro Max. So it's the biggest one. A generation late. I just got this last year, though, so I'm not buying a new X, uh, iPhone every single fucking year. Sorry. Stupid. <laughs> and... 
I would not want to play. And the screen is decent. I watch a lot of stuff on there. I would not want to play a game on it. Right. Nope. Mm-mm. Well, no, what I, what I was saying with the PlayStation and Xbox being an iPhone, I was just saying it's like it's going to be quote-unquote an upgrade, but it's going to be the same console just with one new feature. That's why I was equating it to the iPhone. The iPhone 15 is the same as the iPhone 14. It just has a different camera. A new plug. But it's the same phone. Oh, yeah. The iPhone 15, just... I think, is finally transitioned to the USB-C. Right. From and the that, lightning. That's, that's the difference. So that's what I feel like the, the new Xbox and the new and the PS6 are going to be. Well, It's going to be PS5 with a different thing. Or the Series X and S. But now with cloud gaming. That's not the other thing is like the processor and all that stuff for the Xbox and PlayStation. Like, they're, they're not going to be that much better. Yeah, it's 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 not are, long enough. Unless something comes out in the interim, but they're already slated when they're thinking that it's going to come out for, and nothing really new in that aspect has been announced. So then you're just getting you know, Xbox Series X Plus or PS5 Plus instead right. of, like, an actual whole new system. That doesn't yeah, make so sense to me. If we're going to get the PS5 Pro, then we're going to get the PS5 Elite. What's the difference? <laughs> one's worth $500, the other one's worth $800. One. <laughs> right, like, yeah. You're going to be paying for the name. You want the iPhone 15, you want the iPhone 15 Plus. Both do the exact same thing, one just has a fancy word at the end. Yeah, no, that's not for us. But do let us know if any of these topics intrigue you or if you're interested in, like, the specifics of something we mentioned, like, why you would want something like that. You know, I could see the grasp to wanting the new consoles if you're someone like me who hasn't upgraded to the PS5 or Series um, S or X. Like, I get it. Like... You know, they're so I could get that aspect too, but let us know. Give us your feedback on the the whys. But I think that's gonna do it for this this week's episode of the podcast. What what about you? Are you done What what happened? <laughs> so do you have anything to to say or or are we finalizing the episode? Uh, no, I think we touched upon everything we needed to talk about. Okay. Because he could go on and on about, like, stuff I it. could, too. Yeah. But... I'm, I'm very... It's, it's very easy for me to turn on my... Stop, so... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's gonna do it for episode 22 of the podcast. What are you giggling about? Just my comment. <laughs> oh, okay. Laughing at yourself, got it. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Also, if you follow me on my, like, social journeys, um, I did launch merch for, like, Katie Cupcake merch, and let us know if you'd be interested in, like, the batter merch, like... Ooh, batter merch. 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 (laughs) And... Check that out. Um, check me out on my social so you can get that information. I'll probably put, if I remember, I'll put a link in the description box below. Also, go check out me and Zach's 
YouTube channel, Katie and Zach Play Stuff. Mm. Um, we do, we've done a couple of different games so far. Some of those games will be series, so like episode one of Overcooked 2 together. That was confusing. We played Overcooked 2, and the first episode came out of that today. And then we're going to be doing some other things, and then we have some other ideas. We have lots of ideas for our channel. So, and it's separate from my main channel stuff. It's not like rehashed things that we've done on stream or on my channel that we just kind of ported. It is all, you know, standalone things. So go check us out over there. And also, uh, you know, follow me on socials to catch up on my, my business side of things with my, my shops. You know, I have a craft shop and I'm looking to expand and start adding some things to the shop. So go check that stuff out too. I'll put as many of the links as I remember in the description. Always send me a DM if you're interested in anything that like I didn't. Follow up me on Twitter or the Batter Podcast on Twitter and always feel free to DM us. I will start to be putting up polls um, because Spotify has that option. I have to explore more on Apple Podcasts and see what's available for you guys to interact with over there. But yeah, I have a lot of new guests that co-hosts that will be guest co-hosting coming up in the future. Um, some respawn recruits, the the man behind respawn recruits and like the socials for respawn will be joining us. So that will be a nice little episode. And then we have our episode 50 extravaganza that I'm also planning because we're almost halfway to 50. So that's going to come fast. <laughs> and yeah, let me know if you guys would be interested in, in us like live streaming episode 100 of the podcast too um obviously eventually it would be like edited imported to like the audio field but let me know if you would like a special edition of the podcast where it is first you know live streamed anyways thank you guys so so much for listening and for all of your support and yeah i'll catch you guys next week goodbye Mwah!